passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker, and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to talk about a couple of things, really. You know, we mentioned that we'd go a little bit more in-depth to Coach Mike Vrabel winning the NFL Coach of the Year and also some conversation around a potential new stadium for the Tennessee Titans. Denard and I will break that down for you. But before we get into all of that, I want to ask, do you believe? And Believe in Titans is presented by Bet Online. And hey, football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both professional and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. I know right now my Tennessee Volunteers, Denard, uh, got a, a tough stretch coming up down the way. They face off against a top three. Auburn Tigers team here Saturday. Uh, they did beat a top five team in Kentucky last week. Been able to make a little bit of coin off of them uh, so far this season. But hey, you can do that as well if you go to Bet Online. And right now we're almost gearing up for time for the draft to get here. So if you think, hey, I know who's going to be the first overall pick, you can go to Bet Online and do that. But head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe to get started. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds from sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts. And Denard, as I welcome you in, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing awesome, Debo. I'm doing great. How are you doing today, my man? Uh, for. You know, the middle of February, no complaints. You know, I am ready for it to warm up. I'm not complaining about it being cold. I'm yeah. just saying I, I prefer the warmer weather, ready to get out there on the water. But, uh, I mean, once it starts getting a little bit warmer, that means uh, football gets even closer. And even though we've only been away from the game for about a week, I know we got the USFL, but uh, I'm already yeah, ready. Nice. For, I'm already ready for the NFL preseason to get here. But I know I got some time before then. But, D, the big news that I kind of wanted to lead off with is the fact that Titans fans might be getting a new stadium. Now, this won't be something that happens right away, but there has been some talks. It's a little old as far as getting the scoop here, but we've known that Nissan Stadium has needed some renovations, and yeah. after conversations and price estimates were taken into account, with the way inflation is working, the cost initially was supposed to be around $600,000 for the upgrades. But 
now it's looking at that numbers over a billion. So yeah. you get to a certain point to where it's just the smart thing to do would be to take a step back and view all your options. And one of the options that getting a lot of talk is the idea of just building a new stadium. And they wouldn't have to build it too far from where the current stadium is. But, I mean, Denard, you're a guy that you were one of the first players to ever play in the current stadium uh, in first. Nashville. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I made history. So what? what's your thoughts uh, whenever you look back and you're thinking, all right, maybe it is time for the Titans to get a new stadium? Yeah, D, I'm, I'm glad. Man, I was thinking about that the other day when I was reading about the new stadium plans. And, you know, I actually toured uh, the stadium when they it was first built. And it was around, we went, it was in July of 1999 when they finished construction. And I think we had a play, we actually had a preseason game. We played Atlanta there for the first game. Um, and that was awesome. And so, of course, it's very sentimental to me because, you know, that's where my NFL career started. But again, change, change is inevitable in this business, D. And I think it would be great to just go ahead uh, if you're not going to do like Chicago or Green Bay, where you're going to pay the money to do the renovations, uh, just go ahead and build another, build a new stadium and go forward. Because you're talking about the mayor, and I was reading where Mayor John Cooper, he just think it would be cost efficient just to go ahead and just build a new stadium, not far from where Nissan Stadium actually is. So again, I think this would be a win for the Titans. D, let me say this, as, as sentimental um, that stadium is to me, uh, think about this, Dave, is if you build a new stadium, think about what we just witnessed uh, a few weeks ago, the Rams winning the Super Bowl. What did you see in that beautiful stadium? Well, it allowed for them to have the Super Bowl there. That was a Exactly. Starter. A starter, but you see a new stadium, amenities, everything. That's one of the things they keep talking about in the old stadium is everything is it's like ancient you know and they need yeah. an upgrade so all of that's is gonna it's gonna cost so if if you look at it think about this d since 2000 i was reading this article and it says 16 teams have opened new stadiums you look at arizona you look at atlanta mercedes-benz dallas cowboys that ate that uh, that's not even a stadium i don't even know what to call that's just another city out in all jerry's Arlington. world you think yeah jerry's world you think about denver you know, in Powerfield at Mile High. I actually was there to christen that stadium in 2001. Think about the Colts, Lucas Oil. You think about the Raiders in that beautiful Alliance Stadium down in Vegas. So again, wouldn't it make sense just to go ahead and build a new stadium, considering the fact that when teams or the NFL is looking for Super Bowl sites, they're typically looking at stadiums that are brand new. Think about it, Debo. If you look at the past, what was it, the, the last five Super Bowls, look at where they've been played. Minnesota, Atlanta, of course, Miami Gardens, Florida, Tampa, and Inglewood. For those five, for those five stadiums, they have something in common. They're brand new. So wouldn't it make sense to, hey, not only build a new stadium, maybe the Super Bowl comes to Nashville in the future. Well, Denard, there's more than just getting the Super Bowl. I mean, whenever you look at it, if the Titans were to build a new stadium, I am under the impression that they would go for a dome or at least a retractable roof. Yeah. And by doing that, roof. it you mentioned Indianapolis. And whenever I think of Indianapolis, I'm like, well, they had the national championship game there this year. I've seen them have the Final Four being hosted at that venue. And so it just positioned yourself for a lot of other opportunities outside of just the NFL. 
And again, it's not my money. Uh, so it's, I, I definitely don't have a problem spending it. on both. Yeah. Uh, but um, it, it would create so many more opportunities for the city of Nashville. I mean, also wintertime concerts as far as I know. I mean, it's a, it's a music-based city that gets a lot of talent in there anyway. Oh, but yeah. this would open up the door for even more opportunities. Uh, as it relates to what the current issues are, one source told Axios, you know, whenever you really look at it, there's a lot that needs to be done. And with the current plan, as I pull this up, the stadium's structural frame was built with concrete and needs to be largely replaced with steel. The mechanical, plumbing, and electrical systems need to be completely replaced. The window system throughout the building is so antiquated that it's not even manufactured anymore. So there's just so many big-time things that need worked on that, yeah, they're having yeah. to take that step back and reevaluate uh, re whether or not just a brand new stadium is the more cost efficient route here. And I would love to see it. And there's some spots there. They want to make the Eastern part of the riverfront over in Nashville, more lucrative, more attractive. And I mean, that would definitely help in that regard. So that's kind of where they're starting out and we'll see what happens, but it's been, been some good years at Nissan stadium, but it'll be interesting to see how many more years we get there. If they do decide to go with the new stadium route, uh, the cost, obviously, going to be a lot. I know the, that Vegas, they finished their stadium in it first opened back in 2020, and that yeah. cost about $2 billion at that time. But again, uh, ever since COVID has really hit uh, and just inflation as of late going through the roof, I'm sure that the number for Amy Adams Strunk would be even higher. And she initially said that uh, building a new stadium was not something she was looking at. But again, uh, yeah. things change, so we'll we'll see what happens. And speaking of Vegas, that's going to be the future site of the 2024 Super Bowl. So, I mean, it was in Paradise, Nevada. So, again, you really – I'm not just looking at it in Super Bowl terms, but, again, it, you, you think about the revenue that that game brings to not only to your city but to your state. So, I think it would be a huge asset just to go ahead and go forward and build because you think about renovations. I mean, that's what state – that's what people are doing now. If you think about Atlanta, um, I mean, look at that Mercedes-Benz dome. Uh, Arthur Blank has built. I mean, that thing looks like uh, it's indescribable what stadiums are looking like now. So again, I mean, this is the 21st century. So again, you know, you have to leave the past behind. Yeah, well, and it's it's also something too where it's not Nissan Stadium has been around since the founding of the NFL, and so it's there's that prestige there. I know, like with a lot of college yeah. stadiums, you look at like, oh, I know Neyland Stadium's been around for over a hundred years. Right. So that it's mistake. like, well, we don't want to changed anything there but i mean we're talking about a stadium that opened in our during both of our lifetimes so it's not like there's that much of a right. mental mental value compared to yeah like it's not like tiger stadium say. yeah yeah it's um, not like tiger stadium i feel you but uh kind of transitioning off of that and we'll keep you updated as more comes there but i did want to take a moment to talk about one of our newer sponsors nordvpn what's more important than peace of mind you might ask nothing and that's what nordvpn is here for to give you peace of mind while you are online and with all of the threats that you face today on the internet, it is now more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe 
That's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your Nord VPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Nord VPN, tell them we sent you. And Denard, moving along, we didn't talk too much about this. We, we spent a lot of time recapping the Super Bowl. But during the lead-up to the Super Bowl, the NFL had their their annual banquet, at which point they had the award show. And one award that I told you, you could go ahead and just put the bankroll on it. You did. Coach Frabel was going to be named the NFL AP Coach of the Year. And we've talked about it before going into it, that he is deserving of the award. I know a lot of people are upset that it didn't go to Zach Taylor, but here's what I'll say. If Zach Taylor lost his MVP, I guarantee he's not getting the number one seed. Exactly. the Titans managed to do just that, and so Mike Vrabel's taking it home. D, I I mean, obviously the NFL is the pinnacle of coaching, so to win an award like this, especially for a guy that's as young as Vrabel, he's only been in the game for less than five years as a head coach, so now he comes away with that, all the adversity, and we talked about him and general manager John Robinson both receiving extensions. I mean, what do you think this means for the future of Mike Vrabel and his time here in Tennessee, just to to show what he was able to do last year and be rewarded as the, the coach of the year? Well, it shows that this organization, that they're committed to, number one, the GM, John Robinson, and Coach Mike Vrabel. This is a beautiful relationship that we're seeing blossom blossoming here uh, in Nashville. Uh, let me tell you something, D. When I, I know you just said he's been in uh, this coaching ranks not long, I mean, in the NFL, but when you look at Mike Vrabel, you have to understand that he's 46 years old. And he spent 14 years, D, 14 years in the National Football League, being tutelaged by some of the best minds. Two great coaches, two Hall of Fame coaches, one in the great Bill Coward in his years in Pittsburgh from 1997 to 2000. And he goes to New England where he really revitalizes his career. He didn't even start in any games between those four years at Pittsburgh. And he goes and plays for what many people consider the great in Bill Belichick. And we know the career that he had there. I mean, look at his resume. 2007 first-team All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champ. And this year, look at that, 2021 AP Coach of the Year. And Mrs. Adam Strong, I mean, what she was looking at was the future. Because when I looked at Mike Vrabel, you know I'm a big fan of his, Debo. But first of all, he made history because he was the first coach in Titans history to win this Covenant Award. And what is so amazing, D. You know how much admiration I have for Jeff Fisher. You know how much I I respect him and I love him. But, D, I went through and I was going through Coach Vrabel's resume and I was going through Coach Fisher's resume. And I looked at Coach Fisher. And, you know, Coach Fisher, when you think of the coaches in Tennessee, let's take Coach Vrabel out for a second. You think of one name, and that's Jeff Fisher. He was here. Excuse me. He was in Nashville for 16 seasons. But look at this, D. Let's go back. In 1995, Coach Fisher, actually this was his second year because in 1994, he was an interim head coach replacing Jack Pardee, who had got fired in the middle of the season. We're not going to talk about that fight Buddy Ron had. But in 1995, Jeff Fisher took over full-time as the head coach. You know what he ended up finishing that year, Debo? In 95? I actually don't. You probably even born. I'm sorry. I I was one. I was one. You was one? Yeah. God, man, you make me feel old, man. I, you, you know what? You was one, I was six. 
So in 1995, he finished seven and nine with no playoff appearance. In 1996, when he was two years old, he was eight and eight. In my first year in 1997, Coach Fisher was eight and eight with no playoffs. And in 1998, that team I played on uh, in in Nashville, we finished eight and eight with no playoffs. In a four-year span, Coach Fisher finished his first four years 31 and 33 with no playoffs. Then I flipped it over and I said, let me look at Coach Brable. And when I look, Debo, look at this. In 2018, he, he finished nine and seven. In 2019, he finished nine and seven. 2020, we know what he did in 2020 when he went 11 and five. And of course, in 2021, 12 and five, a 41 and 24 regular season record, three playoff appearances, two and three in the play, a playoff record, back to back AFC South titles. That hasn't been done since the inception of the program in 1960 and 1961. He has the highest winning percentage of all Titans coaches, and he's only going into, what, his fifth year in 2022 as the head coach? Davey, look at this. This man's resume speaks for itself. He is on course. Him and John Robinson, they're doing some special things in Nashville. I know that Super Bowl has eluded this organization, but, D, I promise you, there's two individuals, John Robinson and Mike Vrabel. They're going to get this Super Bowl. We just got to be a little patient, but, again, he's on track. Uh, if when you look at his body of work. So I'm just excited about the hire that he got, that this organization, they committed to both the GM and the head coach. I mean, again, the future is bright for Titans organization. And then look at, look at the guys you have coming back next year. But Davey, I want to say this last thing. It's just not, I don't want to just talk about records, but look at some of the notable coaches that have had a chance to come through Nashville and get head coaching jobs. You talk about Matt LaFleur. And that's who actually finished second. You know what was amazing, D, is that out of all of the votes, there were there was a panel of 50 votes. And Coach Brable, 36 of the 50 voted for Coach Brable. You know who was a distant second? It was Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur, his old offensive coordinator. So, again, I mean, what a great job. And you talk about Arthur Smith. So, again, the man is not just – He's not just winning football games, but he's producing great coaches that are going on and getting head coaching jobs in the National Football League. Yeah, D, I want to be clear. Like, we're not just sitting here coach worshiping because it's like, oh, this is Titans podcast. We're just going to, like, be a mouthpiece for the organization. But it does go to show where, I mean, if you followed this organization for a long time and you know that they're during the early and mid-2010s, this organization yeah. took a real dump, and oh, Mike Malarkey, Ken it, it was a dive. Woo. It was it was a straight dive, and so what John Robinson and Mike Brable have been able to do, as far as having this team steady, not having a losing record during their time here, it really does go to show that they're here to compete and they know what they're doing. Because I mean, in the NFL, you got thirty-two teams, sixteen games a week. I mean, somebody's walking out a loser. So the fact that you can stay above. 500 goes to show something and I know we want more out of this organization versus just oh we just want to win the division and then maybe get a playoff game here or there I mean we want to finally get over that hump and win a coveted Super Bowl and I feel like if you do look across the rest of the NFL from a coaching standpoint I think you're in a good position to eventually do that now there are some player personnel issues they need to get straightened out that they're going to have to work on to ultimately get there um, and I'll sit here and say it uh, whenever Coach Frabel was initially hired. I was a little reluctant. I thought they should have gone 
with a guy like Matt LaFleur uh, go for the offensive route, but then they brought in Matt LaFleur as the offensive coordinator anyway. And I'll be honest, D, I was just really stuck in the mindset of go out and get somebody from the Sean McVay tree because obviously it's working out pretty well so far. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, Matt LaFleur, we'll see what happens. I think you really will be able to start to judge him as a head coach once he loses Aaron Rodgers, and you'll see what happens there. But, I mean, it, it goes to show you that even a guy that's strong-nosed, defensive-minded like Mike Vrabel can still come in and, and do a great job. And other players at other teams really do see that this guy cares about his players. I mean, Darius Leonard was commenting on how he's always one of the first ones out there when one of his guys gets injured, and he just – he understands the players because he he's been there. He's been in their shoes for fourteen years, and yeah. so it goes to show you that whenever you have a coach like that, if the money's right in free agency, that really does help as far as trying to get those players to come into Nashville and play for an organization like the Titans. So I love what you just said. You 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 what you just said is so true because when he was coaching the Pro Bowl game, they had what they did was they interviewed a lot of players from different teams. They had a chance to. Uh, you know, again, uh, really spend some time with Coach Vrabel and then not to, and to be coached by him. And a majority of the players at the Pro Bowl said they love to play. At some point, they love to play for Coach Vrabel because they can relate to him, David, because he's he's young. He's only 46 years old. I know it seems like he's been in the game forever, but that, that makes a world of difference. That's why they're going out now. You look at teams are getting younger as far as head coaches because they want to bring in coaches that can relate to players and what better way than to play for a coach that's played this game he understands it he understands how to get to the Super Bowl he played in three of them so again I agree with you Davis I mean just I mean his name and his record his resume it speaks for itself it, it does and my last point on this is I know that the cap situation always going to be a thing that you're having to get around and right now we we can dive more into that as we look at some of the cap casualties next week and and later on as we gear up for free agency because the franchise tag window has now officially opened for the NFL to where uh, that can happen for guys. And I, I don't expect the Titans to use a franchise tag on anyone this year. Just going ahead and saying that. But we can talk about some potential candidates later on. But you might not be able to be a team that's like, all right, we're just going to rack up on all these free agents to spend a ton of money because of where your cap is currently allotted. But it might help you with a guy that – is a veteran in the NFL, wants to go and have a place to possibly end his career and might take a little bit of a, a pay cut to go for a contender. And the Titans might be on that list for a couple of guys eventually, and having a coach like Vrabel is only going to help in that regard. But, D, I wanted to, before we transition into our final topic, talk real quickly about another new sponsor that we have coming on here with the Belief Podcast Network, and that is Athletic Greens. All right, so you might be wondering, well, what is Athletic Greens? Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, and probiotics to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients support gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. D, the latest news coming out of Nashville is that the Titans have agreed to terms with wide receiver Josh Malone. Now, if that name sounds familiar, you might recognize him from his time as a Tennessee volunteer. Malone was a fourth-round pick from the Bengals in 2017, and he played for the Bengals in 2017 and 2018 before spending time with the Jets, Broncos, and Packers. Malone uh, most recently was on the Packers practice squad, but this guy, six foot three, 205 pounds. He's not the quickest guy out there, but he is a very smart receiver, somebody that John Robinson really likes to understand the route tree, and he definitely has that down. Uh, but the bigger thing here is that Josh Malone is a native of Gallatin. He went to high school at yeah. Station Camp High School, so a local kid Gallatin. getting to come back and play for his hometown team. Uh, he also earned Mr. Tennessee or he earned Tennessee Mr. Football honors while at Station Camp. So, just you know, D, that's that's a position that the team needs to start really trying to work on. Uh, it remains to be seen what's going to happen with Julio. If I'm being honest, I don't expect Josh to be on the active roster come day one, but he definitely will have a chance to earn his way there. And we know, I mean, this team has a lot of issues at the wide receiver uh, yes. unit, and so we'll see what happens. It's about the youth. Dia, I wanted to ask you this question because whenever, I think we've talked about it before, but as a guy no, who no, played... about Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. It's not about okay. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it, it's just about... The, the wide receiver position, and I know in the past you've kind of said that some of these these vets are the hardest to prepare for just because they kind of know what you're going to do beforehand. What is it like that makes it the most difficult thing for a defensive back to prepare for whenever you're playing wide receiver? Like, what was the one trait you didn't want to see in a guy you were going up against? You know what, D? First of all, like, 32 teams, you think about it, you have two receivers on each team with three, how many, that's what, 64 guys, if my math serves me correctly, that you have to prepare for. And each one brings like a unique ability. Like they all can do something different. Like they have their own strength and they have weaknesses. I've always struggled with veterans. Uh, there's two in particular that I, um, I'm going to talk about was the great Henry Ellard, who's now a coach here in high school is he's a head coach in san antonio he's considered by many as the greatest route runner to ever play the game and he co he coached those guys isaac bruce and tory holt when they were in st louis and tim brown now davy tim brown is my hometown he's from my hometown from he's from my dallas texas with joe wilson high school and i played against him when he was probably in his um probably like year 15 and davy tim Brown probably ran a 40-yard dash in 4-8. I think you can get Tim Brown. And you know I'm stretching. I'm going to say no. I'm giving you some props, so you better take it because I don't give you no props at all. <laughs> but let me tell you, when I got on the field, Davey, no matter what I, no matter what I did, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't stop him. Like he had my number. And what veterans do, Davey, they know how to set you up. Like you, they, they know how to like make you play their game. And you will hear commentators all the time talk about leverage. And they'll talk about guys know how to use the leverage. It's not about speed. You know, everybody thinks, well, he runs a 4-2-40. He runs a 4-3-40. Wow. It's not all about speed. We saw that with Jalen Waddle 
against Tennessee, you can't outrun guys, you know, on the field the whole game. You can't just run go routes. You have to know how to run routes. And Henry and Tim both, Davey, they were amazing because it was how they used their bodies. Like if I had outside leverage, somehow they knew how to get me to jump inside and then they get outside of me and then I'm looking around and they're like five yards away creating separation. But then on the other hand, I could go against a guy like Randy Moss his rookie year when he was tearing up the league, you know, just just went through the league like it was nothing. He was just terrorizing every cornerback. And I played him and I had my best game. You know why? Because I knew what his strength was. And my thing uh, for Randy back then was, I'm going to make you beat me doing something else. Like, I'm not going to let you get on top of me. And he just kept throwing it. Uh, Randall Cunningham just kept throwing the ball, throwing the ball. And it made me look like a hero. But, Hex, half of the time I was 15 to 20 yards downfield because I wasn't going to let him beat me. Veterans, you, you see that in Cooper Cup. It's not like he runs a 4-3. He's not like the fastest guy on the field. But, Davey, he knows how to use his leverage. And quarterbacks, they know what they know about timing. They, they, I've always talked about continuity breeds chemistry. Like that's the, that's the key is when you know each other. We saw that in the Super Bowl. It's like Matthew Stafford knew where Cooper Cup was going to be before Cooper Cup came out of the break. You knew where the ball was going. That's, that's what happens when you play together. And Cooper, he knows how to out leverage a guy. He, it's not about speed. That's what these young receivers, they don't understand. They come in. They prepare for these 40-yard draft, these 40-yard dashes, and they think, God, if I just get a 4-3, yeah, that'll get you in the door. But we've seen time and time again where these young players come in and they're just fast, but they don't know how to run routes. And that's what you learn in the NFL. It's about running routes. Michael Irvin said it best. I don't want a guy who's 4-3 uh, in the first quarter. Give me a guy who can create separation when there's two minutes left in the game. And, and what a great example when we watch uh, when we got a chance to see Cooper Cup play. That's what it's about. It's just the art of route running. D, I ask you that question because, one, I want to start getting into some position of needs for the Titans. And next week, as we talk about a couple of things, including the cap, cap possible cap casualties, I want to start kind of looking at the wide receivers that, one, could be hitting free agency, uh, ones that are expected to go early in the draft. And I want us to pick out a couple of guys that we think that might be good fits for the Titans. And so it's a position that it's a diva position, but it's one that everyone always yeah. loves to watch. And so I think that's a good way to kick it off as we kind of start diving into that prep for what the Titans are going to be doing for their roster next year, because we know that they need help with the wide receiver position. I know yes. we got A.J. Brown, but we've not been able to rely on Julio to stay healthy. We don't know we exactly more. what's going to happen as far as having a really good slot wide receiver. Nick Westbrook, Ikene has been solid, but we know he's not a guy that you need to heavily rely on. He's a guy that can step up and fill in a role here or there, but the Titans definitely have to upgrade there. And so I think it's a good spot for us to start talking about as we move forward and before we start preparing for the 2022 NFL season. But D, we are out of time today, but as always, my friend, I appreciate you joining me. Appreciate you all listening, but that is going to do it for us today for Denard Walker. I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans, presented by Bet Online on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. 
And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.